Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so it's already Thursday. Oh my goodness. We time travel. We did time travel. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, not here. He'll be back tomorrow, uh, and then I'll be gone. But Holly is our, she's our constant. I'm here. Holly's like the North Star. She, yeah. We will just follow her wherever she goes. Ryan Perpich on the board. Hello, Ryan. Hey, dudes. Hey. Thank you for being here yet again today. Mm-hmm. I hope everybody had a nice uh, holiday, a little time away and uh, time with family. Um, but, you know, I think we do have to kind of start in this somber space, this very sad um, thing that occurred Yesterday, I mean, I'm putting it mildly. It happened in the early, early morning hours of Christmas Day. A fire broke out at the Francis Drake Hotel in downtown Minneapolis. The Francis Drake Hotel was interestingly uh, built in 1926 as a luxury hotel, and uh, now in 2019, it is used was used, I should say, as overflow housing for people experiencing homelessness, and so. Um, Imagine that, that that's, that was the place where people went when literally there was no room in any other inn. Yeah. Uh, and here on Christmas Day, there was this fire that displaced these already displaced people. Uh, over 200 people were affected by this fire uh, and put out in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, we woke up on Christmas morning to full stockings and uh, very happy children. We were well fed. We were warm. And uh, and I saw this news and my heart immediately sank. Yeah. And I think that that happened to a lot of people yes. across the Twin yeah, Cities. Definitely. You know, I was unaware of it yesterday morning and then driving home through downtown Minneapolis saw the fire still happening mm-hmm. at the Francis Drake Hotel. You know, after you just said you were experiencing such abundance yes. in your life in that moment. And then to have this news break, you just it, it, it stops it, you. It literally stops it you. Yeah, stops you. And, you know, um, as the day went on, as the day or the day as the day began, I should say, uh you know, I this was in my mind. I was thinking about these 200 people, um, families, babies, uh, children of all different ages, adults, people who have found themselves um, in this experience of homelessness. And um, I don't know that we talk about as often as I think we should. And I know, by the way, that this is an entertainment radio station. This is not an entertaining thing to think about, but I think it's necessary and I would I, I I wouldn't feel good about not using this microphone to have this conversation. Right. 
So I don't think we do talk about homelessness as much as we should as a community and um, and what kinds of different things cause people to find themselves in that position. I have a friend who says um, homelessness is the most expensive thing. Right. Um, it is it is incredibly difficult uh, to get yourself out of a system when you found yourself in a system. Uh, and so I was finding myself like having that heaviness and thinking about those people. And I know that I was not alone. And the reason I know I was not alone is because we grabbed our children and got in the car and uh, everybody went through all of our winter clothing, took everything that we didn't need, uh, hats, mittens, scarves, jackets, things that we had grown out of that we didn't need any longer. Uh, we grabbed some pillows that we had that we weren't using because we knew that people needed somewhere to lay their head. Uh, a lot of it, we stopped at the at every gas station we encountered on the way to get as many diapers and wipes as we could. Those essential things, yes, that people who have now been displaced from being displaced are just they're going to need those essentials, right? Going to need that stuff in their life, exactly. Yeah. And we, uh, and we, we, along with so many other people in the community, drove down to the intersection near the Drake Hotel and uh, gave those things to a group of waiting people who were um, sort of grassroots organizing. Yeah, you know, and I could see it watching it on social Mm -hmm. media because, you know, wanting to figure out what was happening, what I was witnessing as I drove home. Then I'm like, you know what? Twitter's going to have an answer. Uh, Facebook is going to have an answer. And you could see people organizing at the very grassroots level, just kind of like what you did, Colleen. It's like, hey, it's Christmas Day. A lot of places are closed. How can we organize people? How can we get these kinds of good and services directly to the people who need them the most. You could see that happening in real time. Yes, and it was, I mean, there was an abundance in those donations. Uh, certainly, uh, immediately people moved to action. Uh, and then it became uh, pretty clear toward the end of the day yesterday that they had kind of reached their limit on their ability to keep and store and maintain and uh, and sort all of the things that were coming in, which means that people had that generosity of spirit and, yeah. and were, were so giving in that moment. And now I think that there's a feeling of maybe helplessness mm-hmm. because, you know, especially on a day when you're recognizing your own abundance, which I'm hoping people were, no matter how difficult the holidays were, um, if we were in a warm home with some food and one present under the tree, that is more than um, than those who have been now displaced a second time had. Uh, and and it, I couldn't get, I thought that by going down there and bringing my kids and having the conversations that we were having about about homelessness, about the systems that, that we live in and about generosity and how to look out for the people. I thought that maybe when I drove home that in the afternoon, I'd feel, I I don't want to say better, but I thought that maybe it would like stop that nagging sadness that I had Mm -hmm. for all of these people. Yeah. And I realized it didn't. And what I'm hopeful about is that we can have these conversations now and that they sustain. Yes. And, because it happened on Christmas Day, I think that there's an opportunity there to think about what that day is about for so many. And, you know, I come from a religious tradition. I have a religious, um, I have a, that's the lens I look at the world through. 
And I think about the birth of the baby king that we were celebrating on Christmas Day. And that is a baby who was born in a manger, literally around the filth of animals, because there was nowhere else for them to be. Mm -hmm. And I think, what better time to think about how the kingdom is for everybody. These are our neighbors. And you don't have to think religiously about it. No, they're just, they're the people who you encounter on a daily basis. These are the people you, in your neighborhood. If you prefer I mean, really. the words of Fred Rogers. Yes, but they really are the people in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Think about any number of people that you encounter on any given day. You're walking down the street. You might find yourself in a store. Uh, you're in all of these public spaces, and they literally are your neighbors. Because now 200 of our neighbors are displaced from being displaced. And now the question is... How are we going to find adequate shelter for people who have now been displaced? And I'm looking at the Star Tribune and, you know, it is going to be a challenge. The mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry, says that it's not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. It is not going to be easy to move forward from all of this. So now it's taking that spirit of generosity that many people showed yesterday Mm -hmm. and it's finding that sustainable generosity mm-hmm. in the systems that we have around us. And what are we doing a week from now? And what are we doing a month from now? And what are we doing a year from now? Right. Uh, I will tell you all that at that in the third hour of our show at two o'clock, we'll be talking with somebody from the Red Cross. They were on the scene uh, yesterday. I know that they were handing out blankets and uh, food um, to those in need at that moment. Uh, but, but in terms of kind of the sustaining effort, um, they are a resource and, um, we will be talking with somebody about what they're, what they're doing now and, and how we can help. Uh, and so if you are feeling that feeling of wanting to help and feeling maybe a little bit helpless, we'll have an option for you a little bit later in the show. Um, But as you also mentioned, Holly, Twitter is a really good resource in terms of finding out what's really going on. Twitter, Facebook, social media, you know, we can lament about social media all the live long day. I mean, Mm -hmm. we kind of do that here on my talk. And we do. And we do. Mm -hmm. However, in these times of immediate urgency, you can get information from social media to see the ways that you can help, what is actually needed, and the way that we're going to move forward. And and we can share that information. And yeah, hopefully we can talk to somebody from the Red Cross later on in the show. There's also, you can go to the Minneapolis Foundation at minneapolisfoundation.org right now. Another really good option. Another really Really good option uh, that's going to be able to uh, give monetary assistance to those who have been displaced by this fire uh, and it's been uh, recommended by the mayor of Minneapolis uh, our governor Tim Waltz mm-hmm. uh, so I do know also by the way that uh, uh, our friend Kat Perkins and I believe she talked a little bit about it on the show she went down there a little bit after I was down there she and I talked briefly when she was on her way down there uh, and she ended up spending quite a bit of time helping with the sorting and the and the transportation of some of those items and talked a little bit about um, people's generosity, but also people's suspicion about who needs what. Hmm. And I would just offer from my perspective, something to think about, which is it's not ours to ever judge what another person needs. Sure. When you're giving, given the spirit of generosity, Without the expectation of anything being received on the end, allow your heart just to be open to give. Exactly, yeah. and that's you know uh, that that'll that'll do it for this part of the conversation. But we will later in the show be talking with somebody from the Red Cross about the fire, uh, devastating four alarm fire that happened at 
of like 3 a.m., I believe, on Christmas Day, displacing over 200 already displaced people experiencing homelessness. Um, it really is devastating. These are our neighbors. So when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, back to the entertainment news, because we are My Talk 1071. Yeah. Uh, we do have some celebrity dirt. We're going to have a dirt alert right after this on My Talk 1071. Here's a My Talk dirt alert. Ryan has brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood uh, in a knapsack, actually. Hi, that looks Ryan. lovely on you, Ryan. Oh, wow. Hold on, let me see. It's, it's such a cute not knapsack. It's genuine leather. Wow. Yes, cowhide. You better take care of that now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't want any of the dirt leaking out of the end, so it's a solid piece of leather. In this sack. If I had a nickel for every time I said that. <laughs> well, uh, let's see what we got here for you to uh, Madonna. Want to hear about Madonna? I Madonna. Mean, Madonna. Yeah, let's Madonna. hear about it because she is. She's broken. That girl is broken. She's in some pain. She's in. Sounds she like is. It. Well, she needs some ibuprofen. We got mm-hmm. some new information that came out about Madonna's recent canceled concert in Miami. On Sunday night, she took to uh, social media to inform fans that she was forced to cancel the show due to an injury. She said it was indescribable pain that caused her to call off this show, but she's not being very specific as to what this indescribable pain is. Has she had, I'm trying, I this sounds vaguely familiar, has she had like knee problems in the past? Re- yes. Yeah. Remember she fell off a horse too. Oh. Mm. At, yeah, one, that's not good. at one point in time, this was back when Madge was doing her British Countess mm-hmm. cosplay thing when she was married to Guy Ritchie, but she had a very serious accident when she fell off a horse. Oh, that's, now that, yeah. So now I'm I wondering that. if this chronic pain might have something to do not only with being a dancer for decades. Yeah. Well, but, that'll ruin your joints. I'll tell you that for free. It, right. So, I yeah, I feel like there's a, le- a legitimate pain happening yeah. with Madonna. You guys are right. Yeah. Uh, Madonna said she was deeply sorry to her fans and saying she spent recent days with doctors undergoing tests and scans, and uh, again, she wasn't specific, but she was forced to cancel a show in October due to that aforementioned knee injury. So so. I think that we have speculated that some of this had to do with her ticket sales. Yes. So I'm not entirely sold yet, but, uh, you know. But only because I get it. Mm-hmm. This is who we are. You're wearing your Conspiracy mm-hmm. Spy Cobra mm-hmm. t-shirt today, Colleen. I am, Nothing actually. Nothing is real, and everyone smokes. It was the 2019 State Fair original. But there have been blind items gossip alluding to the fact that maybe, conveniently, not only is she in a little bit of pain, but the fact that the house isn't sold out might be right. a reason mm. to not go forward with the show. It's a different kind of pain. <laughs> yeah. The one in the wallet. <laughs> <gasps> So, well, we wish her the best. Yes. And uh, because being in chronic pain is no, no good. Jo- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe. Subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, and it's not good, mm-hmm. and so hopefully she can rest. It seems like Madge was enjoying the holidays with her children, and they were horseback riding and, and dancing around in their pajamas. Okay, I'm sort of amazed that she got back on the horse well, after she, she got wasn't. kicked. Oh, okay, good. But the literal horse. <laughs> yeah, literally. She literally got back up on the horse. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we'll move on from uh, that uh, somewhat of a disaster to this uh, next disaster oh, about fun. cats. Oh, the movie. Which uh, Holly Roberts uh, loved and she uh, saw with her. She really loved it. American money. She paid hard earned cash to go and see. I did. I did. Uh, Took one for the team. Yeah. Yeah. Someone had to do it. (laughs) Uh I guess it was Holly. But uh, amid critical lambasting or lambasting. Uh, the box office returns and lackluster audience appeal. The film version of Cats is getting no awards push from its very own studio. Uh, I guess earlier this week, Universal Pictures uh, took it off the list for the For Your Consideration link to uh, the uh, awards to the uh, the people. You know what's really funny about that is like half the people in the movie won't even consider it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James Corden, <laughs> star of the film, hasn't even seen Cats, allegedly, supposedly. Said he heard it was terrible. That's right. Yeah. <sighs> Top billing won't see so, it. So on Universal's homepage, uh, Cats is no longer there, but they still have uh, 1917, Queen and Slim, Us, and Abominable hmm. on there. Huh. But it is no longer in the running. It sounds like Universal is. Uh, What's the, is, is is a shamed and appropriate? Uh, uh, um, <laughs> I'm just going to say distance, distancing themselves from yeah. the movie that they made. But here's the weird thing is that the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, that's the organization that hands out the Oscars, the big, big award. They are going to accept the re-edited version of Cats for Oscar consideration. Oh. So Universal is like, uh, we're not going to really be pushing any of this. However, they're still submitting it for Oscars. Hmm. Interesting. We wish you the best. Yeah, all best to you, Kat. Uh-huh. Well, guys, this is another good one that uh, came up uh, over our holiday reveling. Uh-huh. Uh, Cody Simpson and Miley Cyrus. Yes. Have you been uh, debriefed on what the heck uh, is going on here? And maybe just completely trashes your... Uh, your theories? Mm, I don't know about that, but go on. Ryan, Let's, are you trying to go I, full on board with this relationship? I have Don and Steve been texting you and telling you what to do, no, right? <laughs> we have a strict no uh, communication policy when we're not at work. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, Interesting. We don't have that on our show. No. <laughs> at all. Well, this headline uh, popped up, I think it was yesterday, with uh, Cody Simpson, Miley Cyrus. Uh, Cody Simpson joined Miley and her family to celebrate Christmas. On Wednesday, Uh he he appeared in a group shot uh, shared uh, by Miley on her Instagram, an Instagram story. I just want to go ahead and say one thing about that. Yeah. And that is because we've seen this with Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Mm. If you're in a publicationship, that's a relationship for the purposes of publicity. Mm -hmm. Yep. You don't necessarily, like, you can take an opportunity to take a family picture any old time. That's right. And then you post it on the holiday to try to shut people mm-hmm. up. And you're That's like, mm, happy holidays. Look at us. They could have been hanging out a month ago, Ryan. It, they, they, <laughs> we don't even know. Her brother got married just about a month ago, and he was there. Cody Simpson was at the wedding. Maybe it's a leftover from that. 
Huh. So then what was all this, uh, I'm alone on Christmas, Miley's feeling moody on Christmas, she set, released that sad Christmas song. And- I don't know, I still think, you know, she might be holding on to the last strings of this publationship. Has he posted anything? Uh, on his own Instagram mm-hmm. story, Simpson shared a close-up of what appears to be his gift to Miley, a gold skull necklace, as you give. I mean, as one does. As one yeah. does. How romantic. Oh, he see, wrote a museum quality for my queen. Okay. Now this now it's always the heavy-handed comments that make me suspicious. But yeah, he, he didn't say Miley Cyrus. He said my queen. My queen. Wrote atop oh, the photo, okay. along with emojis of a skull and a pitchfork. Yeah. Lies, <laughs> lies, lies. Well, it's the heavy-handed stuff like that. That's I mean, that's when you know, with the Sean Mendes yes. and Camila Cabello. When it's, yes, when it's, thank you. They have to keep reminding people we are in love, we are together. See? This is a thing. Normal relationships don't need to do. No, that. no. exactly. Exactly. So that's okay. Because if you're firm in your in your love for somebody, you don't need to show it off because you're very secure in that. Mm-hmm. And it's only when you're insecure that you need to flaunt things. It's true. I look at Nick and Priyanka. Priyanka Chopra got a snowmobile for Christmas. Oh, don't even <laughs> get me started. With a giant no, bow on it. No, I want to love like Kristoff and Anna from Frozen 2, where Kristoff <laughs> says... It's okay. My love is not, our love is not fragile. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, is that it? I'll still take a snowmobile. Is that it? He's <laughs> like, there's no there's more. There's so much more. It. He has the, oh, that is, no he has the best lines in that movie. It's so good. You got to see it. He's the right kind of man. I want, every, I want everybody to have a Kristoff in their life. Wow. Thanks for that, Ryan. Thanks, yeah. Ryan. Uh, hey, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651 641 1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right and win a prize on My Talk 1071. give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions we do it every day at 12 30 on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer not here holly roberts here here and orion at the controls and this my friends is your 30 second pop culture challenge 30 second pop culture challenge Oh, thank you for asking. Lindsay's on the line. And what, pray tell, is Lindsay playing for? We got a t-shirt for Lindsay if she does indeed win. My Talk 1071 t-shirt. Yes. All right, Lindsay, you know how this works. Uh, The timer will begin after I ask you the first question. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Madonna is originally from what state? Oh, no. I'm going to say Georgia. No, uh, we'll move on. Who wrote the book Little Women? (laughs) Little Women. (laughs) Louisa May Alcott. Yes. What is the name of the snowman in Frozen? Olaf. The song Memories is from what award-winning musical? Yes. What was the name of the Disney character that Miley Cyrus played? Oh, pass. Madonna is originally from what state? I will say New York. Mm, Lindsay, I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. No, you don't apologize oh. to us. We apologize to you. Yeah. Uh, because we failed you. No, uh, thank you for playing, Lindsay. Better luck next time. Uh, and, thank you. you know, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. There will be a next time as well because we yes. do that every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, let's answer the questions that she did not get correct. Madonna 
is originally from what state? Michigan. It looks like a mitten. I think we forget about that sometimes because she doesn't a, seem so Michigany. She's a Midwest gal. Yeah. Is she yeah. from the UP or other P? Um, LP. Long, long the play other record. P? <laughs> no, upper she's, peninsula, lower peninsula. She's from 45. No, I think she's from outside of Detroit, Michigan. Ah. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, what was the name of the Disney character that Miley Cyrus played? Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. It's dun, dun, the best of both worlds. Oh, man, so good. Uh, and uh, like I said, you can have an opportunity to play again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Now, let's move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Celebrity gossip mystery in the form of blind items. Everyone's on holiday, including NT Lawyer, who writes our blind oh, items. Because, yeah. you know, so we, it, it's slim pickings, but we're going to solve it's some mysteries. It's dry out there, y'all, in celebrity land. It is dry. Mm-hmm. Please remember to moisturize. Yes. <laughs> but Colleen and Ryan are here, and they're going to solve these celebrity gossip mysteries with us. Best. Consider the following. This late night actor told a cashier at a coffee shop yesterday that they should go out together. They could, quote, have fun. When asked about his current girlfriend... He said she was, quote, no fun. Mm. He appeared to be using fun as a code word for sex. Mm. Okay. Do late you know who this a- is? Late night actor? I think I know exactly who this is. With his BDE. Pete Davidson? Oh. Yes. Ding. That sounds very to the Pete left. Davidson-y. And dongs, dongs to, to the, the right. right. <laughs> uh-huh. Ryan, by the way, that was a piece of poetry written by Chris Pratt. It's true. It started mm-hmm. that way. Because yeah. that way has been up to lately. Uh, <sighs> yeah. And so much more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's fill in the blank here. So Pete Davidson told a cashier at a coffee shop yesterday that they should go out together, that they could have fun. Mm. And when I asked about his current girlfriend, Kaya Gerber, Pete Davidson said she was no fun. And Pete Davidson appeared to be using the word fun mm. as a code word for sex. I feel like he is like living into his celebrity and his bde you know he's got a lot of bravado which begs the question if pete davidson is so concerned with his bde then why are in kaya gerber is not really you know doing it for you in that department then why are you guys even together if that's not what you want that's the thing i'll never get and it's not well Here's uh, here. Let me throw this out there as my um, analysis of Pete Davidson. Okay, I've given a lot of thought to this. Please, this is a guy who wants to be in headlines because he wants to be a thing, and we talk about him when he's in a relationship, and it doesn't actually matter who it's with. We've learned because Kaya Gerber, she's not. We don't care about Kaya Gerber. We never did, but now she's with Pete Davidson. And we're only talking about him when he's in a relationship. So when it's Ariana Grande or it's, um, why well, I can see her face, but I can't get her name. Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Now it's Kaya Gerber. It doesn't matter who it is. It just has to be somebody. Right? Yeah. And by the way, Kaya Gerber is 18 years old. Just to put it into context, Pete Davidson. Not 18. Not 18. 25? 26. 26. That's... Okay, let's move on. Blinded by the item. More 
more celebrity gossip mysteries to solve this afternoon. Here's your next one, Colleen and Ryan. The wife of this disgraced royal is now charging low five figures for any interviews. If she really cared about getting her spin out there, you would think she would do it for free. Now, I want to preface this that I believe that NT Lawyer mistakenly called this person the wife, but uh, it is the ex-wife. Yeah, so it's, you know? it's Fergie. Yeah, thank you. Ding. Uh, okay, the best part <laughs> of what just happened that the listener couldn't see, nor could you, Holly, is that Ryan was sort of like, oh, okay, we're going to work this one out. And then I said Fergie, and he was like, oh, whoa. What were you I, thinking, Ryan? I was I was thinking it's like a Prince Andrew we're leading that Well, direction. yeah, it is. We are. Because Fergie, are yeah, not Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. Oh. <laughs> that actually just happened. Oh, my oh. word. So Prince Andrew, oh. do you know Sarah Ferguson, yes, Fergie? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I feel dumb. No, but that's so good. At least it was you and not me. Where did I miss this headline? Yeah, you were like, I I mean, I knew her London Bridge fell down, but I didn't realize. All right, that other Fergie. The other Fergie. The original Fergie. Fergie, The royal Fergie. Sarah Ferguson. Sarah Ferguson. Uh, For those who are playing uh at home. Josh Dumel, is he a royal somewhere? Yeah, right? Only in my heart. (laughs) Okay, let's fill in the blank there. Okay, so uh, Sarah Ferguson... Duchess, former Duchess of York. Does she keep her title? I don't know. That's I know, that's a good there. question, though. Well, apparently, she's charging low five figures for any interviews. And if Fergie really cared about getting her spin out there, you would think that she would do it for free. This, of course, uh, all about her ex-husband, Prince Andrew, and his relationship to Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. And the blind item saying, look, do you think that maybe she would want to get her spin out there for free in her perspective? But as we've learned... From times of yore, mm-hmm. Sarah Ferguson is a pay-to-play character. Oh, yes. And she got into a lot of trouble back when Prince William and Kate Middleton got married. Mm-hmm. Because right before that, it was found out that she was brokering yep. pay-to-play deals with access to her ex-husband, Prince Andrew. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, maybe we'll uh, just a little six figures here and you'll get 20 minutes with my ex. <sighs> yeah, no. Uh, in answer to your question, did she get to keep her title? This is what I see. On the internet, Thank which you. is definitely uh, the information superhighway. It is, and it's catching on. I think people are really getting into it. Okay. Before, when she was married to Prince Andrew, that then she was Her Royal Highness, the Duchess of York. However, after they split, her title simply became Sarah, Duchess of York, which seems to be a subtle difference. Yes. But apparently that is, uh, quote, as is the customary styling for former wives of peers. I don't know what that means. But now she is Sarah, Duchess of York. Fancy. I know. There you go. All right. All right. Let's do another one. Oh, wait. Oh, we don't have time. Well, here's one. You're going to get it. You're okay. Gonna let's get do it quick. Get it. Here it is really quick. Really quick. Oh, thank oh, you. Yep. By a brief. Solve this. As I told you throughout 2019, the disgraced actor will be in front of your eyeballs in 2020 in a project where he gets paid. Yesterday, Christmas Eve, was just another shot of him normalizing it for you. Kevin Spacey. That's disgusting. That is nasty. Ding. For a number of reasons. And uh, are we talking about that at some point today? We are not talking oh, about that's that today. Unfortunate. That's not yeah. on the agenda. Uh, but yes, he's nasty. All right. When we come back nasty. on the Colleen and Bradley show, something else that's nasty, nasty. The present, the present that was given to Little Northwest 
by her parents. Oh, you guys. You guys. You if you guys. don't know what it is, we got to tell you and we got to talk about it because there's so many problems after this on My Talk 107.1. I got a lot of problems. I have a feeling you guys are going to have some of the same problems surrounding what Kim Kardashian and Kanye West bought for their daughter, North. For Christmas. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen. I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer's off. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Holly Roberts is here. Hi. Ryan is at the controls. Yep. Um, yesterday was Christmas. It was. And I'll be darned if I wasn't looking at the Instagram uh, and I was checking out Instagram stories and I follow Kim Kardashian. And so I saw the story she posted about the following. Would you like to know what they got North for Christmas? Can I guess? Please guess. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West bought Northwest a Paw Patrol tower. No. Those are are hot. Okay. I'm going to guess more. Yep. Think about all the hot toys. All the LOL surprises that have existed in the history of time. That would be extravagant, but also no. Are you ready for the real thing? Ice cream cone certificates for Mickey D's. Negative. But I would like to say I would happily accept those if anybody wants to give those to me for Christmas. (laughs) No. Kim Kardashian West and her husband Kanye West made a purchase for their daughter. I believe she's six, seven. Your six-year-old daughter, a $65,000 jacket. But it's not just any jacket. Nay. It is a jacket that was worn at one time by Michael Jackson. Excuse me? What? Excuse me? What? And as if that weren't enough, they gifted their six-year-old a $65,000 jacket worn by the late Michael Jackson. They also had it altered so that she can wear it to play dress up. Oh, God. just, just no. Okay. No, I, where do, where we, do we, we, begin? where do we begin? I like, I would like to begin here. Nope's all over this story. The biggest <laughs> nope to me. I mean, what's your biggest nope? Well, that the jacket belonged to Michael Jackson. But oh, wait, pe- like, a pedophile. Wait. Yes. Thank you. That, yes. And you're giving it to your six-year-old? And you're giving it to your six-year-old. That's the biggest nope. So we have a high... You know how there's Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Yeah, yeah there's also a hierarchy of nopes. Yeah, <laughs> and this one... Well, so then this would just be at the bottom. This is the base layer of nope. The nope that supports all the other nopes oh is the fact gosh. that this is a jacket that was worn by a person who has been alleged to do horrible things to children and they're gifting it to their child. Because she's a fan. I cannot. Okay, so that's the big nope. That's yep. the nope that rules them all. That is the nope that I, where I began. Yeah. Then my second nope 
was $65,000. Also, I have children. I've had six-year-olds. Yep. Uh, we've blessedly made it through that stage now. I now have 13-year-old and two 10-year-olds. Um, nothing that goes on their bodies comes off clean. Uh-uh. Uh, most things have holes in them somewhere. You don't, no, I'm not, no. <laughs> also the $65,000, no. Think of what, well, I just that don't even, like, I don't even want to go through that thought exercise because I'm thinking about what $65,000. multiple yearly salaries. I didn't want to say I that. did, I do, but. I'm sorry. It is because those are one of those things when you think about maybe your own value in life and yep. then you think about. This present that the six-year-old got, who's probably going to get gack all over the jacket while she's playing because she'll want to play mad scientist in the kitchen or something. Yes. And then it's like, let's make homemade slime in my Michael Jackson jacket. <laughs> $65,000. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Third. All right. So on top I mean, of that. We're still going. We're still doing go on the hierarchy of nopes. Yeah. What do we remember about North and their holiday picture? Oh, good point, Colleen. Mm -hmm. Northwest in Kim Kardashian's holiday photograph was photoshopped into the photo because she didn't want to sit down for the actual family holiday Mm -hmm. photo. So they allowed their six-year-old daughter to have her way. And then they photoshopped her in later on in the photograph. Mm -hmm. And now they've given her a $65,000 jacket once owned by Michael Jackson. What the? I just, I really, like... I was nauseated on a thousand levels, and I, which most of which I've just laid out for you. Yeah, it just is. Get your bucket out. And and I'm trying to remember now. I can't remember because it's a shame that you can't just save the. I couldn't just save the story on my phone to remember, but there was something about the way she said it that it was like she didn't have any awareness for the fact that this isn't the kind of thing that all kids get. Yeah. And that was troubling and upsetting to me. Just the inability to separate yourself from your life enough to know this is not normal. Nothing about this is normal. I don't think that the Kardashians, just in general, if we're talking about that, like their whole thing, they do not even give lip service to the fact to even try to be relatable to anybody. No. I mean, that, that is just completely there. Like we are over the top. We are extra. We are so extra that we are going to gift our child a $65,000 jacket that was once worn out in public, notably by a person who has been accused of sexually assaulting children, yes. multiple children. And so there, it's just, it, there's just, it's, yeah, ashy poo. It's ashy poo. And you know what? Ishy-poo. I took, Ishy-poo. I did take screenshots of it because Thank I was you. trying to remember, but then, oh, okay, I forgot. There's another thing. What followed her, um, braggadocious Michael Jackson's jacket post was video of her from their family's Christmas party. So you know that their family holds an actual huge party on Christmas. That is attended by many rich and powerful people. Yeah, they've done this for years. This year, I can't remember. I, I think I can't remember if it was Kylie or Chloe who hosted the party. But 
Sia was there and performed. Yeah, she sang. She was in a toy box yep. pretending to be a Barbie doll and then singing Chandelier. I think Maddie, is it Maddie Ziegler? Maddie Ziegler, yeah. She was dancing. Yep, she at this was. Party. In the Instagram story from afar, you see somebody who we don't get to see ever. It's another Kardashian by the name of Rob. Oh, they let Rob out to they play. They let Rob out to play, and she got a picture of him in, from the distance. And she wrote, Rob, he can marry Sia so she can become a Kardashian. Okay. And that's the best that Rob got on Christmas. Oh. Was an inclusion in the family's party. <laughs> in, a, in an Instagram story. In an Instagram story where she's volunteering to marry him off to poor unsuspecting Sia. <sighs> only so... Only so they can have Sia as a family member. Well, because then you know that she wouldn't be charging a fee to perform. Right. Then we wouldn't have to pay it. Then it could just probably be some kind of weird tax <sighs> write-off. It's, oh, you know, I did have this moment, though, thinking as she's, like, taking video of all this opulence, thinking about how they have made that their brand. And she was very on brand on Christmas. I need to let you know before yeah. we go to break. Yeah. That Kylie Jenner. Uh-huh gifted her daughter her one-year-old daughter an actual diamond ring for christmas like that's not even child safe the kids choke on it i can't right now i just i so can't oh when we come back oh my gosh well you know i would say that all of those are wtf gifts I want to put this out to our listener. What was the biggest WTF gift that you received for Christmas? You opened it and you were like, huh, you thought of me when you bought this. We don't have to name any names and you can even be anonymous. 651-641-1071. What was the biggest WTF gift you received on Christmas on My Talk 1071? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.